0: We're talking Jameer Gibbs right now. This is a little one-on-one, a little psychology session on the couch, if you will. And maybe we have one of these talks every single week about a certain player that we either need to talk down or talk up or calm the storm. But there are a lot of people that are literally panicked Peters everywhere. Just, just freaking out about where they took Jameer Gibbs. I took him around two, Smitty. I'm going to, you know, you're going to pay for this or Smitty. I took him at 15. Oh my God, my season's over. And number one, I told you not to take him in the second round as much as I could. I literally said, use ADP to your advantage and stop being a, a impatient Ian. But that doesn't mean you're not going to get your second round value. We all need to calm down. Okay. Jameer Gibbs looked fantastic in his debut Thursday night against the Kansas City Chiefs. He looked electric. He looked slippery. He was going all over the place. This guy could have broke off a touchdown run every time he touched the football. And he did fall when he was on his way to the end zone, and he would have scored. And the, the whole landscape here would be completely different. We'd be walking into, oh, my God, everybody hold hands. Kumbaya, this guy's going to the moon. One one little slip and fall. and And, and it changed everything in, in terms of, the narrative being talked about right now. But keep one thing in mind. We were told by the head coach that Jameer Gibbs would literally be eased in in his first game. And and yet, and, and I'm victim to this uh, of this too, we weren't going to sit him. We weren't, we weren't going to sit him. We took him in the third round across the board. And I don't regret that. It's going to be a, an unbelievable move at the end of the day. But we weren't going to sit Jameer Gibbs no matter what the coach said. But we were warned that it could be a slower unraveling. And and here's the thinking, you know, we would have put our head through a wall if we would have sat him and he ripped off an 85-yard touchdown run. Or if he had not fallen in that game and scored, everybody that benched him would have been like, oh my God, what was I thinking? No one was going to bench him. The coach could have said he's going to get 25% of the carries. We were starting him. One, one touch, he could take it to the house. No one's benching him. Nobody. And that and that's understandable. And it was correct. It was the correct move. He he didn't, he didn't get the work we wanted. They warned us about it, but nothing's gonna change. And for anybody that says, "Oh, I took him in the at uh, the two the two point one," first of all, I tried to tell you to wait till the third round. But even if you didn't, don't think for a second that Jameer Gibbs isn't gonna earn your two point one one value. Okay, because he will. Keep in mind that Brees Hall was on. His way to being the number one or number two overall fantasy football running back without getting really any good work in weeks one, two, or three. He literally entered week four, tore it up, broke out, week five, week six, got injured in week seven. Brees Hall was going to be a top one to two running back, even if you include the slow starts in weeks one, two, three. I don't want to hear that Jameer Gibbs is a mistake pick from any of you that took him. He's an absolute monster in the making. If you watched the game last night, you saw how electric he was. He might truly be a one of the bigger league winners in 2023. Now, the Panic Peters everywhere present an opportunity, a buying opportunity. I'm not saying everybody in your redraft league or your dynasty league especially will be willing to sell him that, that owns Jameer Gibbs. But I almost guarantee you that overall, he's a lot easier to get today than he was 48 hours ago. So obviously take a stab in dynasty, try. Maybe the dynasty owners like, no, I'm not getting rid of him. But maybe they're maybe they're more tempted to get rid of him. Maybe they let him go for the right price, whereas, you know, 48 hours ago they wouldn't let him go. Period. Now you can go strike and try and get this kid in a league where you didn't get him. And you could say, I don't know about that, Smitty. You know, it's week one. Week one, Bob. Week one. Let's get real about Jameer Gibbs and, and let's stop judging a player off of one week. Now, there there's ways to judge a player off one week. Kadarius Tony, good Lord. But th- those were obvious. Okay, things are not meshing well. He looked awful. This kid looked great. He looked great in his limited usage, and I know everybody wants to get on the David Montgomery train. No one's saying you should have never got on the train. Uh, David Montgomery looked good. David Montgomery was supposed to be good. David Montgomery's workload doesn't necessarily affect Jameer Gibbs at all because Gibbs isn't going to get all that work in between the tackles, and he will get looks around the goal line. He did. He fell down. It is what it is. They're not going to take his goal line looks away that they were going to give him in, in, in packages where maybe they do a draw play. Maybe they throw it to him in the flat. He's going to get the football inside the 10-yard line. He's not going to just take get taken off the field every time. He was used very limited. It was frustrating to watch, but we were warned about it. And if anybody thinks that he's not going to go up from here, even next week in terms of usage, you're crazy. You're crazy. And, and Monty did good. Monty's going to have, like I've said, all offseason long. This isn't new for me to say Monty's going to get 1,200 yards and maybe eight to, to eight to nine touchdowns. I've said that all offseason long. But it doesn't affect him. Jameer Gibbs, go get him. Go buy him low. Go get him in leagues where you don't have him. And for goodness sakes, if you've got the man, stay calm. Stay calm. From the fantasy football show.com studios, it's the fantasy football show live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. I'm live whenever news breaks. This is the end of this little show. I just wanted to come on here and do a little, you know, let's talk. And I think we're going to do this maybe once a week. Let's talk, have a conversation about a player that needs to, you know, needs to have a conversation, you know, around. And, and don't forget, we're live the entire week one, Sunday morning, all the way through all the games, through the night, through the, the Waiver Wire Week 2 show. I'm live for 24 straight hours, and here's that promo. Make sure you join me. Boy, do I have exciting news for you. Opening weekend, Sunday. Week one, opening day, Sunday morning. I'm going live on a Keep Smitty Live for 24-hour live stream. That's right. I'll be watching the games. I'll be reacting as you sit in my live stream, hanging out with me, asking me questions all Sunday long even up into the week two waiver wire show which I always air Sunday late night after the the Sunday evening game maybe hour 14 into the live stream we'll be doing the waiver wire week two show right in the middle smack in the middle of the 24-hour live stream on Sunday opening weekend giveaways you name it join me all Sunday long here on youtube.com slash the fantasy football show let's go And the final thing I'll leave you with tonight is the science and and biology and chemistry and equations and algorithms and and flux capacitor um, theory that is behind why you should not freak out about Jameer Gibbs and why he's still going to be a top 5 to 10 running back. But the continuum of the gigawatt component structure of Jameer Gibbs' workload divide has a megawatt offload that if you compartmentalize the component conjunction timekeeper and you flux capacitor out the continuum component megabolt, things just end up happening. And that's why Jameer Gibbs is a top five to ten running back instead of top six to ten. Yeah. See you all for the 8 p.m. show. I'm live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, rain or shine, 8 p.m. Eastern, live whenever news breaks, and of course, we're live most evenings as well. On top of all that, see you all later.